0: You're watching and listening to Launch Left, an intentional space for art and activism, a podcast, a label, a launch pad for left of center artists. We get sent a lot of great music throughout the year, and we're doing a special mixtape to finish out 2020. So we're going to be hearing from various artists for a quick Q&A, and we'll also hear their song. We hope you enjoy it. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. Follow us on all socials at Launch Left. Hi, Raj. Welcome to Launch Left. How are you? Okay, well, I'd love to ask you how music found you.
1: I think I was I was just born into it. Um, my mom was heavy in the church, so I grew up in the church. All my family sang um, in the choir. They had a quartet. You know, my auntie played the keys. All my cousins played instruments. What's crazy is I feel like I'm like the least musically inclined in my family. Like singing, especially when it comes to singing, I would never sing in front of my family. That's crazy because my mom could really sing. My cousins could really sing. Uh, so I was born into it. And then also my parents had a delivery service, so. While I was a kid, I was always in the back of trucks and vans and they were listening to like old school jams and stuff. So I was just always surrounded by music.
0: Beautiful. So tell me a little bit about your song, Optimistic.
1: And I'm going to tell you, I've never even told anybody this. So that song came, I made that song a couple months ago because I found out around that time that my mom had cancer. And so I was just in the studio and that hook kind of just came to my mind just on some like vent and get it off my chest type shit. And then I wrote the verse. Um, and then I what it wasn't even sure what I was going to do with it. It was kind of just kind of like getting it off my chest type song. And then when Empire came with this opportunity, the opportunity, like, yo, we're putting together this album, the proceeds are going to go to ACLU, all this kind of stuff. We think, we uh, compare you with another dope artist if you send us a song. I was like, yo, I have this song because it's so fitting at the times with everything going on right now. So I sent it to him and they heard D-Smoke on it. So they sent it to him and he got on it. And then that's kind of how it happened.
2: Optimistic. Trying to stay optimistic. Ooh, life moves with a and switches. In the instant I press. Make sure you checking on me, any friend of me would. I like that Palo Santo up, make sure the energy good. I thought the whole purpose of stacking was to get out the hood. travel the world and learn some things I couldn't get out the hood. I learned my patience as a backup when I sat on that wood. Fell on my ass, but I got back up like a real nigga should. Huh. Cause ain't no backup, ain't no plan B. on man, me. I know what I am now, I know what I can be. An overthinker, my mind be moving and scrambling like fried eggs, but when I sang it, it's candy. Huh. Niggas throw so much salt, it looks sandy. I hope that all of the haters make you. You happy, I think It's happy Optimistic Trying to stay optimistic Life moves with a quickness And switches In the instant I pray I stay optimistic Mm -hmm. I pray I stay optimistic Mm -hmm. Uh, My mind is way up, way up I see the homies, I tell all them niggas stay up I lift my hands, thank the Lord each day I wake up Must be a baker the way I'm getting my cake Usual written prescription. It's being grateful every day for all that you've been given. Although you hurtin' and you fluttin' with urgent decisions, the pain reminds you you alive. Still you barely living Family business belly up, bills hitting my salary up. My cousin locked up for years. I can't just hit my rally up. I know that God ain't made me average anything but regular. Why my faith is in the clouds, but my action secular. Ain't had shit for breakfast in my recollection. Everybody worried about the shutdown. Who wins the next election? Keep it honest, worrying ain't part of my tradition. I was taught to practice the art of staying forever optimistic. Optimistic, trying to stay optimistic. Life moves with a quickness and switches in the instant. I pray I stay optimistic. Mm -hmm. I pray I stay optimistic. Mm
0: So we're happy to have you on this mixtape episode where we share end of year, uh, best of. Yes. Thanks um, for having me. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. The one question I kind of ask everyone all the time that I'm always curious about is how did music find you?
3: Ah, music found me. I want to say the moment that I was born because, uh, i've I've been singing, honestly, for as long as I can remember. I grew up really, really lucky to have parents with great taste in music. um and and so it just found me, I think, in a lot of different ways, and it continued to evolve over time.
0: Today, we've been talking with Taylor Parks, and we're very excited to share her song, Residue. Poison
3: ivy of the heart I'm tangled up in you If I could figure where you start Then I'd know what to do To finally get you out my brain But you won't go away But I'm trying and I'm trying And I'm trying, baby Every time I leave the house You're on me like a stain I tried so hard to get you out It's not that you're to blame But why do you love me so good? You're making me do Without trying, without trying, without trying, baby. You, yeah, you're a knot. Yeah, you're a knot I can't undo. Yeah, you're a spill. Yeah, you're a spill I can't remove. Baby, you're a thought. A thought that stuck to me like glue. No matter what I do, you leave your ass a do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. If I would rather stay Even if it's just a little bit At least it's still a trace It's too much for me to feel Even if it's just a taste Cause I like it, yeah I like it, yeah I like it baby You, yeah you're a knot Yeah you're a knot I can't undo Yeah you're a spill Yeah you're a spill I can't remove Baby you're a
0: jessica i'm rain it's so nice to meet you here so nice to meet you too thanks for having me absolutely your band deep sea diver and new song impossible weight is the reason we're chatting now you're part of the mixtape episode uh on launch left year end woo woo artist blitz (laughs) thanks for participating tell
4: me the burning question i always have which is how did music find you well, I grew up in a really musical family. My parents, uh, they both sang in the church choir, and but also were into really cool music and had a really great extensive record collection, and so I grew up with a lot of vinyl to explore and discover. Uh, my mom was very down to put me in piano lessons when I was five or six, and then from there, It just kind of, it was kind of an unstoppable passion of mine to keep learning as many instruments as I could. And the first one I learned after piano was guitar. And that's where things really took off. And it was kind of like, okay, this is it. This is what I want to do.
0: And can you tell me a little bit about Impossible Weight?
4: We were kind of saying like, do we need another song for the record? And... Was kind of encouraged to do a co-write, and I'd never done a co-write before for my own band. I've co-written with other people, and it was our uh, my manager that that said you should go do this. And so went down to L.A. and met this wonderful person named Jen DeSilvio, and Peter, my partner who plays drums in the band, came down with me, and I just kind of like entered the session super open-handed, didn't come with really anything in my mind of like I want to write a song like this A B or C. It was just like let's just see what happens, because that's kind of the best thing you can do. Two hours later, an entire song was written, and nothing ever changed about the song, besides the fact that we took it into the studio and made it a full band song. The, the lyrics mean so much to me because it's a lot of putting to rest kind of the inner critic, the outer critics, a lot of expectations that I have put on myself or felt like I in the past didn't live up to. The impossible weight is uh, something that I couldn't carry myself. It's to be carried with others, and that's why it's impossible. You can't carry it by yourself, so you got to let that shit go.
0: And Bethany, welcome to Launch Left. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the song and what brought you all together in a musical sense? I know you're podcasters and you do many other things, but now you're kind of in a band together.
5: So Bethany and I met in Chicago doing um, theater, a lot of musical theater. We discovered we loved singing together. Um, Bethany invited me to join her in singing some backup for a local bar band and then we ended up backing up a lot of local bar bands all through Chicago. And uh, most recently we did um, a pretty, you know, interesting album down in Muscle Shoals with our longtime friend, John Langford of um, Mekons and Waco Brothers. And, you know, we've just been itching to stand in front to do things ourselves, to, you know, make things that are entirely from our brains and not necessarily supporting other people's work. So that's what we did with this. It took. The rest of our industries, our our acting work, shutting down this year to give us the space and time to do that. The song itself
6: kind of came about when
5: Donald Trump had announced uh, earlier in the summer when he was having his Tulsa rally that he was going to have it on June 19th. And I thought it was crazy and insidious to to hold or attend a Trump rally at such a date. And
0: then I was thinking... (laughs)
5: how many people do I know actually know what Juneteenth is? And then I was thinking like, do I, have I, what have I done to acknowledge it even? Uh, so that's kind of where the lyrics started out with. Uh, and it kind of turns into a, kind of just like a proclamation of all the things that I claim as a black woman, as an American, and uh, all the things that you can see going across this country and how, they belong to me, to us, as, as much as they belong to anyone else.
7: Taking time to understand the things I celebrate. Taking time to understand the things that keep me lonely. The further I go, the clearer it becomes to me. This land is mine. Taking a moment to cry Scene. And I don't have to keep it to myself. Turn on, turn it this is the Emancipation Day. I'll shout it, on, it on. to Jupiter from Saturn. I'll lift every one of my voices and sing.
6: And the further I go, further i go and the further i go and the further i further i go further i go and the further i go and the further i go and the further i further i go further i go and the further i go and the further i go and the further i further i go further i go and the further i go and the further i go and the further i further i go further i go and the further i go and the further i go and the further i go i go and the further i go and the further i go and further i further i go further i go so far for the right I go further further I go further, further, further I go for the right further further I go further I go the I go
0: Well, welcome to Kia to the show. It's so wonderful to have you here on Launch Left. Thank you so much. Yeah. That I wanted to ask was about activism and what really resonates with you, or what is the thing that you do you do it through art or do you do it
4: in other ways? The most important part of our work is like honoring the earth, honoring our ancestors. We talk a lot about indigenous sovereignty and black liberation freedom and the destruction of white supremacy and just like dismantling the colonial framework in which our bodies are placed upon and the pressures that exist within that so basically we want people to feel good and to like be able to breathe the air and drink the water and walk
5: on the earth in a way that feels like really respectful and loving and we do that through music
0: you chai Ah oh, yes always ask two questions of every artist that we talk to i'm gonna start with my favorite how did music find you
8: my uncles in iran they would play techno music that was my first kind of intro to like dance music and then we obviously listened to a lot of persian music what
0: excites your your art that has yeah. to do with something bigger than just you
8: multiculturalism and being someone that um, grows up in the two cultures and, and embracing that. And it's been a bit of a journey embracing the two and and learning about the two at the same time. Um, and I feel like I've be- come to a point as an artist where I've embraced the two and I love the two and I'm very proud of the two. Um, and I'm that's a big kind of, it's not an issue, but it's kind of a, a thing in the world right now. You know, the world's so everyone's living in different places and there's that multiculturalism and and struggling to because you don't fit in a box and it's not obvious for people to understand but in general like i think the the most important thing was for me was seeing that middle east wasn't there wasn't much uh content you could see anywhere about the other side of middle east you know we see a lot on the news and the news is quite negative and a lot of it's blown out of proportion and And I was kind of like, you know, as artists, we've got this whole platform of showing the true, the raw side of it.
5: Thank
0: you, Rain. How did music find you?
5: Oh, man, it found me at a really young age. And I didn't start doing music until I was 37, because life took me on a whole different journey when I was young. You know, I was an immigrant. I came here to the United States at the age of four. And I didn't know the language. I didn't really start really getting kind of, um, what's the word, integrated into the American way of living until I was maybe closer to like you know ten years old, I feel like music was really amazing back then, you know because and we had like MTV, and my neighbor, they had cable, so I would I would go over and hang out with them sometimes and, and watch like just MTV. And um, one of my first videos that really intrigued me was the song "Real" by Duran Duran. And I thought the visuals and everything were just, like, so cool. And that, that was it, really.
0: Your song, La Vida es un Sueño, which life is but a dream. Well, La Vida es un Sueño
5: is interesting because it's the first song that kind of bloke the, uh, broke the creative block that I had because I got married, had my baby, and for two years, I was just focused on family life, and I kind of lost myself in family life. Finally, La Vida es un Sueño kind of came to me. And La Vida es un Sueño is all the... It's based on like old sayings that are have been around um, in the Spanish speaking language or for uh, for forever, you know. So so it's like a lot of the sayings in there are things that my father has said to me, and lots of other fathers had said to their daughters and, and and children. It's paying homage to my father and just Latino culture, or Mexican culture, for lack of better words, you know.
0: Mike from On Notice with your song Lies. Welcome to Launch Left.
9: Thank you so much, Rain. Excited uh to be in community with you and and for today.
0: Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the song and how it came to be.
9: Kind of been like decades in the making. You know, I'm a I'm a a punk listening skater born in Oxnard and raised by a beach in Ventura. And so I'm just blessed that I get to make music with one of my best friends. And uh really use, you know, our artistry to talk about issues affecting us right now.
5: How much is your, I should say, has your art informed by your activism?
9: Yeah, I think they both coexist in, in are in a marriage together, you know. Um, so I really think like, you know, these lyrics in particular were written years ago, which is the irony of the whole thing. And so I think right now we're living in a time where Webster's Dictionary now defines things as post truth in a time when we don't even know what is true anymore. And so, you know, for me personally, it's like, how do you dig into your own self, your own spirituality to find your own core essence uh, to guide you in this moment where things are just being thrown at us that uh, have particular political motives that are harming folks in real profound and structural ways. Rather than call a song post-truth, we we'll just call it what it is, which is lies, you know?
8: love you guys. How did music find you? I think music found me through movies. Initially, I was showed so many movies growing up and I noticed, yeah, as much as I loved watching them, I would be more interested in the score. And you know, if I was watching a musical, I'd be more interested in the music and I gravitated towards that, and I wonder subconsciously, on a deep, deep subconscious level, if, if it was sort of a rebellion. Like, I love the arts, but I can't do film. Um, but I also think it, it really just came out of me. Like, you know, my grandma, Lily, who my name is, comes from, um, she was a brilliant musician. And so it runs, the musical side runs deep in my family, but I, I, I think about this often, how did it find me? I mean through movies, I think.
0: (laughs) All right. So enjoy Sasha song. Buzzy Lee is the name of the band.
10: me to
0: Hi, Evan McIntosh. Hi. You started making music just alone in your living room with a microphone and a computer. What made you want to do that? Like grab a mic and start making music? Like what was the inspiration for that?
11: It started as something that I was just very, very attracted to was like music and being able to like make poems and be heard. Um, Even when I was like super duper young, which I'm still pretty young, but younger than I am now. And then it became like an outlet for whenever I had like some really strong emotion that I just couldn't find a way to communicate. I could always like write it out. I could read it back to myself and really understand how I was feeling. And then other people would be able to relate to that when I played it on like lives
0: or like put it on YouTube. Right. So it was a way to sort of transmute strong feelings into art and then communicate it out to the world and not feel so alone in them, I assume. Right.
11: Yeah. Maybe if I should like leave this with anything, it should be that, Um, Nobody should be afraid to be exactly who they are and also never feel like you have to disclose exactly who you are because a lot of times sometimes labels feel like something that you have to put on yourself for other people to understand you. Sometimes you don't really feel like you fully fit in that and that's something that I relate to a lot and know that you don't need anybody's acceptance but your own and you're valid exactly how you are and how you feel.
6: So cold, like a deep freeze And the heat makes the ice melt Turn me to an ice cream Little mop and ice stay clean. Break the ice for my dime piece Head to toe, my nice things Hold it door for her nicely She likes me and my Nikes I see gotta loose Let me tell you, we got the juice I'm a Greek, so she calls me Zeus She likes green, we in the produce I'll line it up in that single file Run it up like I'm running miles And I feel wild People in my deep, aiming to the peak. Asking who I'm seeing, got a man. Can I be the spending Europe? Yes, talking to Norwegians. Swear I must be fluent in the lies that I am speaking. I party. And champagne in the deep end. even on a Sunday, we still party while he's preaching, I'm waking up on beaches, hair full of seats. if I should ever die, I want to a pyramid in Egypt, and I'm the realest, it's alright to be jealous, feeling so angelic, spiral stairway to heaven, yeah. I just can't be modest, I'm a goddess straight and velvet, it's not my fault, I'm super duper fly, brain fit into my skull i have to have a bit of a nugget that you can understand and that's all right i think yeah that's all right
11: i think
0: that's all right hi so nice to meet you welcome to launch left i'm rain nice to meet you follow your song is so beautiful Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I was listening to it again this morning and it just made me feel so good. So thank you. Thank you for making it.
12: Well, thank you. That was, that was the purpose. We recorded it because <laughs> these are the folk songs from India, traditional, that, you know, they, they are meant to uplift and give hope. And I figured in COVID times, what better than music?
0: How did music originally find you? How did music find you?
12: I think music really found me when I was six. So I grew up in Mumbai and, you know, I was riding a bike in the narrow lane in that city. And I got into a bike accident at the age of six and had a tremendous head surgery, uh, head injury, due to which I was admitted in the hospital and for three days. And the pain was so excruciating that I I just was screaming as a child in the in the room on that on that hospital bed and my mother said follow don't scream just sing and I started singing on that hospital bed and I never stopped because to me music at that point became the only thing that could give me solace from pain and struggle and that was the only thing that healed me And today, until today, I think it still heals me.
0: fellows so happy to have you on Launch left and to share your song with our audience but i do love to find out how music found you
1: my grandpa he came to texas he was born in mexico but came to texas when he was like 18 and he worked as a janitor but he also played music in a band he played piano with this uh and guitar so like early memories are of him and then my great-grandmother and grandmother on that side they all played piano as well it's like first memories are hearing them play music. Mine's
5: similar, but my parents weren't as into music, surprisingly. But my uncle was a guitar teacher, and so he had like a little guitar studio in Houston, and he like offered to give me free lessons.
0: I would love to hear a little bit about like, uh, and you don't have to tell me what the song's about, but um, of all the ways to say goodbye, what a cool title for a song. Um, love for you to to share a bit about before we play it out for our listeners
5: it's just about people you care about having to say goodbye to them or saying goodbye in ways that you wish you hadn't said goodbye wishing you could have said it better